I'm just going to look to the future and I'm going to create my purpose one step at a time. It's a path that I can create. I don't have to wait for anything. I don't have to wait for permission. I'm just going to go take it. I'm going to own it. I'm going to figure it out. And I might change my mind 500 million times, which we do as entrepreneurs. And that is okay. Hey, babe, welcome to the sales and social podcast. I'm so freaking excited that you are here with me today. Are you ready to simplify your sales and learn to sell in a way that feels good, but also brings you in more consistent cash? If you find yourself feeling like you're doing all the things on social media, but it's not converting, you feel like you have inconsistent cash months, but you desire more reoccurring revenue, and you just want to sell in a way that feels good without feeling salesy and also have a lot of fun on your journey to entrepreneurship, you are in the right place. Hey, I'm Jillian. I'm your sales queen and your soon-to-be podcast BFF. 22 years in the corporate sales space, losing my job during the pandemic, having no freaking idea what I was going to do, but knowing that I had a God-given talent for sales, I quickly shifted to the online space, where I have not only been able to grow my own personal business from zero to 500K in just 18 months with nothing more than a Zoom link, a paper planner, and a whiteboard, I've helped hundreds and hundreds of others scale their businesses and explode their sales. So grab your beverage of choice, a pen and a paper if you're anything like me, And let's dive into today's juicy episode. What's up, babes? Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited today because we have my dear friend, Megan, on the podcast, and she's going to drop so many golden nuggets for us. So Megan, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yes, I'm so excited to be here, Jillian. I really help people grow brands and online businesses through marketing. So magnetic marketing, through podcasting, through social media, I really put together content plans for people and help them do grassroots, really just, you know, figuring it out how to get their message out there to attract new clients. So really like new coaches, new consultants. I'm from a corporate background. So I really love helping people take all their expertise. And I know Jillian, you did the same thing. Take all your expertise in the corporate world. And then how do you actually create something for yourself and get your message out there when you're so used to just fulfilling other people's dreams or, you know, building someone else's business. It's like, how can we now translate into creating a magnetic message around what you're so good at and what you spent so many years doing? So good. I definitely want to dive right into this topic because I think so often that people are really missing what magnetic marketing is. Like they hear this word jumped around and they're like, oh, well, I don't really know what magnetic marketing is. For me, what I think magnetic marketing is, is when I'm following somebody and I literally, I'm just like, I need to buy from them. I need to be in their world. Like, I don't know what it is about them, but like, I I just want to pay them. I'm like literally activated by them. And there is such like a magnetism about them, but it's not something that just happens. So let's talk about like what makes somebody magnetic and what makes a magnetic brand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's really easy to, you probably unconsciously will know whether someone's good at it or not, right? When you see someone's content, you're like, something's off, but I'm not sure quite what it is. Like they're missing that it element for it. It really is being able to tell the story of your own transformation, your client's transformations. It's being able to take people along on the journey. And I think so often we don't know how to do this because we're in it. We're like in our own story. And so we don't know really how to tell the detail of how we got where we are. Usually there's either too much detail or too little detail. And so we really want to bring people along into like 
dropping them into the story. I come from an entertainment background. And so really thinking in terms of if your life was a movie, if you know, you were introducing a scene, we start a movie and you're like in the middle of someone's living room. And so really taking someone through that, you don't have to tell the whole backstory, but really putting them into the scene of what you need for them to know. And we've been watching, my husband and I have been watching a lot of old movies from like early 2000s. And what's your favorite right now? We just watched, actually, this is not from 2000s, but we just watched Point Break. And I have to say it was like such a good movie. Typically in these older movies, there's like these endless movie montages that go nowhere for like 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And so thinking in terms of like, what happened in your life? What do you need people to know? And what do you want that key takeaway to be for people? Like, how can you draw them into the story as quickly as possible, get your message across, and then have a call to action that makes sense for them as the next thing? So it's really tightening up that messaging as far as like dropping a lot of the detail, making sure you have the right things that you need for people to take action right away. Mm-hmm. I think too, like you, you kind of relate it to the movie thing too. I always say that like, you know, why do we watch the same shows over and over? Because it's good. And also because like people are doing something. So like take people along on the journey. Like, what are you doing today? What are you doing this weekend? Right. When I go on a vacation or I go to the movies or I go out to dinner, my story views like go up, not because it's that exciting, but it's because like people want to know what's going on. So like just start documenting your life a little bit more and you will actually draw more people in because people want to see what's going on. They want to see what's next. It's like, why do we watch the next episode? Why do we keep going back to the same show? It's like, because it's good and we want to see what's next. So making sure that you actually have something that's next for people to actually see part of the story. Yeah, yeah I think that, for that's sure. so, so important. And I think too, another thing when it comes to marketing and messaging, and a lot of people just really aren't showing their personality like who they are and the magnetism really is in who you are. I'd love you to speak on that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I like to look at it it as a sort of a three pillar thing. So when I look at people's social media or when I take clients through this process, I look at these three pillars and one is education, which is just straight up tips and positioning yourself as the authority. One is that personal journey that's going to be so important for people to know that personal journey of people. And then the third is really speaking about your services and products and offerings, right? So if you look at, yeah. So if you look at someone's social media, they're usually really good at one of those things, one or two, but most likely they're doing a lot of one of those things and they're missing one probably completely. And so you want to really do this balanced approach of, you know, being able to tell that personal journey story of someone being able to really be the expert and authority in your space and talk about your offerings, right? So really coming in terms of that balance and being able to share, you had asked, I think about the personal journey, but people don't want to alienate people. And especially coming from the corporate world, we feel like there's all these eyeballs on us, watching us, waiting for us to fail, which they're not really thinking that, but it's really hard to even know who you are. Like I know for me coming out of the corporate world, I was like, I don't even know who I am. So I started my podcast right when I came out 
and of the corporate world. And I was like, I don't even know what really what it's going to be about. I know that I want to explore this theme of purpose. So my podcast is called Power Your Purpose. And it really was my own personal exploration into, I need to figure out what my purpose is. So I'm just going to take people along and we're going to figure this out together. It's not me coming at someone saying, I have this all figured out and here's what you do. And here's the five-step process. It's like, yeah. let's have conversations. And I think that's hard for us to do on social media to answer your question. It's just so hard to show up as maybe that unfinished version or in the middle of the process and being able to bring people along. We want to just have something like packaged and perfect and it's never going to be like that. And I think social media has changed a little bit. Don't you of just allowing people to be that unfinished version, Mm -hmm. but it can be really shocking if you've never done that. If you've come from a background where you're not used to doing that, I always say that network marketers are the best online business people because they're used to just kind of showing up and putting themselves out there and asking for things where people coming from maybe corporate or they're not as good because that's not, that wasn't what they did unless they were in corporate sales or something where they were used to putting themselves out there. But, oh yeah, you know, it can be easy to hide behind someone else's brand or business. Mm -hmm. And then you don't know how to do that for yourself. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was in corporate sales for 22 years and you guys, you know, I was very successful in the sales space, but I was selling other people's brands, right? I was selling Gatorade. I was selling Stouffer's. I was selling Lean Cuisine. I was selling Coke. I was selling massive brands. So inevitably they sold really well. So yes, people were buying me, but at the end of the day, they were also buying huge brands that I stood behind. Very different than me going onto Instagram when nobody knows me. And now it's me showing up on the story and I have to like hit that live button. It's very, 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 very different. And I can remember exactly what you just said about network marketers. I started in network marketing when I, be- when I began and I was like, I'm not doing any of that. I'm not going to like get on social media and like sell like that or like, because it was so uncomfortable for me. And it is, it's like, it's really stepping into a, a totally different thing. And I would definitely take this into purpose because I think that so many women and men don't even really know what purpose means. And this word just kind of gets like thrown out there, like find your purpose, step into your purpose, decide your purpose. And it's like, that's so vague. So I would love for you to really dive into this topic. Yeah, it is. It's kind of a buzzword, but it's something that I think there's a couple of myths around it. So I think we sometimes are led to believe that it's just kind of waiting out there for you to find it one day. And there's this invisible line between the haves and the have nots where you like see people living out there a purpose. And you're like, but when am I going to cross this line into this land of these people living out their purpose? And I think that is a myth where nobody really feels like they've like found the ultimate thing. I think it's a process. I think it's a journey of going deeper and deeper into it or really learning how to listen to your own intuition to say, this was my purpose, but it's not anymore leaning into the seasons of life, right? Like I just have, I have a newborn. I just adopted a baby and my purpose looks a lot different than it did seven weeks ago. She's seven weeks old, right? So, so amazing. I know. And that's why you're forgetting. That's why you're forgetting things. I know. Podcast. I'm like, okay, mom mommy green. <laughs> I haven't had adult conversations recently. So this is really <laughs> a pleasure. Okay. You look more put together than I look like. So I have no excuses. I was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, curl my hair. Yeah. So really, I think it's, it's about this journey into it and being okay, not having arrived yet. Cause I don't think you ever really arrive. And this idea that you're just kind of waiting to find it 
I think you have to create it. You actually have to create the future. I always say the future belongs to the bold and to those willing to create it. And so often we stay stuck in the past. I actually come from a family therapy background and I had studied in my master's program, family systems theory, which is basically we're, we're a product of when we were little children and how our family life was. And it can be tempting to stay stuck there if we don't have awareness around it. And I actually love being a coach now versus a therapist because I like to be forward strategic thinking. I don't like to stay stuck in like all the family stuff, but I think it's important to know that we have to leave behind some stuff in order to get where we want to go. And having that fresh start of thinking we've got to get to the future. We've got to create it. So I do think your purpose comes from being able to say, no matter what happened previously to this point in time, I'm not going to borrow from the past. I'm not going to would have, could have, should have to borrow from a Taylor Swift song. Um, (laughs) But you know, I'm just going to look to the future and I'm going to create my purpose one step at a time. It's a path that I can create. I don't have to wait for anything. I don't have to wait for permission. I'm just going to go take it. I'm going to own it. I'm going to figure it out and I might change my mind 500 million times, which we do as entrepreneurs. And that is okay. Yeah. I was actually just going to say that. Like, so I think that so many people change their purpose and they, and they move around it. And then you just literally just gave people who are listening to this podcast permission to absolutely change anytime that you feel the need or the want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm sure your purpose has changed. I mean, you just adopted a new baby. I'm sure it changed from the time that you left corporate, maybe when you got married, now you have this baby and I'm sure it'll change again. Right. And that's absolutely okay for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that speaks to really tying to your core values in any given moment, because I think so often we think we have a certain set of values that ties to our purpose, but really when you start to peel back the layers, we don't often like there's some incongruence or some frustration if we think we're acting on a value. Like let's say our value is having a family. Like that's like the number one thing we want to do. But as I'm talking to you, like if that's your value, as I'm talking to you, you're like, well, but I'm really busy with work and I can't do the dating apps and I can't find someone and I don't know how to date and da 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 all these things. It's like, well, then your value actually isn't family. It's something but else. It's and, actually but work or money. Exactly. Money. Financial stability. All of those things are fine. But so often we think we should have this poor value of something, but it's really not it. And then we'll be forever dissatisfied because we're saying something, but we're not doing what we're saying. And so I think in, in this purpose conversation, it's like, how can you find congruence between what you're saying is a value and what you're actually doing and prioritizing in your life? Because I can tell you real quick in one conversation, you know, whether you're, what you're saying is a value is actually a value. And that can really help people on this path to purpose and building businesses. If you're saying that you want a a profitable business, but you're spending a lot of time just creating content on social media and secretly wanting to be TikTok famous, which Mm -hmm. is fine, but that actually doesn't equate a profitable business necessarily, right? So like, what is the priority? Okay. If you really want to build a profitable business, how can you feel important? If that's your value of like, Hey, I want to be like a little bit social media famous. How can you feed that value, but actually put the steps together to build the profitable business versus spinning your wheels on social media that could take forever. And you know, you know how it is with like, yeah, it it, it reminds me a lot. Like, so I, I used to be a fitness competitor. So it reminds me a lot of like the women who wanted to win shows, 
right? And or versus the women who wanted to be like Instagram famous. And they would say like, oh, I really want to win my division or I really want to win on stage. But then you would see them at the gym and it'd be training, not like we were training. They'd be like doing like the mirror selfies or like, you know, these like videos online. And it's like, I think your value isn't there. I think it's literally like you want like the self gratification of like getting online and maybe that like booty video going viral versus like what the actual value is, is like how you would feel if you actually won. So I think that that is like so important, like what you just said, it's like really looking right now, it's like what you say you want and then what are the actions that you're doing every day? And I think that's a really good conversation. I love that you said that you can literally like pick it out of people just like that. So I love that. What are some of the things that you see people saying that they want? And then you're like, no, that's actually not it. (laughs) Well, certainly the, you know, feeling important on social media, building up the social media while actually not having conversations with people. I'm sure you see this in sales conversations. It's like, are you like, Oh, I want to build a six figure business. I'm like, what are you doing? They're like, I'm making graphics. I'm like, you don't want to build a six figure business. Right. You literally just want to be creative. Like go take an art class. Yeah. It's so (laughs) common. It's so common. Or I'm just posting, posting, posting and praying that people come to me and I'm like, well, what are your conversations like in the DMS? Are you introducing yourself to new people? Are you inviting people to free, you know, you do the free coffee chats. Are you inviting them to free workshops and stuff? So, you know, actually doing income revenue generating activities is hard for people. It's because it's, it's scary for people. So I think that is probably the biggest thing of just that. I mean, I do personally have friends who say they want families, say they want kids and aren't doing anything to get to those things. So I see that a lot in my personal life. Yeah. But yeah, where it comes to, to building a business, it, it really is getting in to do the work. Mm -hmm. I mean, you talk about this, a lot of like attraction, you know, all these people that sell like attraction marketing and the woo woo and all that stuff. I mean, mindset's so important and being able to be fully confident what you have to offer and to know that you're the best in your niche is so key, but then you can't just post and pray. No. And I did that when I first started my business and I was like, Oh, I'm a failure and I'm not meant to do this. I posted once and people aren't running to sign up, but really like looking at what are those values? Like for me, I, always go back to community and connection. And I know the, this is probably why we're, why we're friends, because I feel like we have a lot of the same values. Mm -hmm. And when I most felt like I was spinning my wheels, my business, it was like when I was trying to launch something that didn't spur on that community and connection. And honestly, I had an impromptu maternity leave because I adopted a baby and we had less than two weeks notice. So it was kind of a hard stop to my business and it allowed me some time to reflect. And now, as I think about what's the next thing I'm going to launch and what's the next thing I'm going to put my energy toward. It's like, it has to be around that community connection because I was trying to do other stuff that just didn't fit. And yeah, I was getting clients, but like I get some corporate clients from my, you know, old corporate work and I don't like working with them. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I mean, it's not the best, right? So why am I investing or trying to do this thing that like, I don't really want to do. So how can I align my values a little bit more to, build that community. And I told my husband, I'm like, it may not make money at first, but Mm -hmm. that's okay because it has to go back to those values. And ultimately that's going to bring the most fulfillment. Yeah. I love it. And I love how you said like, it might not make money right away and that's okay because it's, you are in alignment with what it is that you're doing. Because I know from the sales side, so often people are switching all the time and it's like, 
the reason why it's not selling is because you're actually not in alignment with what it is that you actually want to do, right? Like you want to help people lose weight. Like you believe it to the core, but you've just put on an offer and it hasn't sold. So now you're going to go be a mindset coach. Well, you're not going to sell that because it's not in alignment with what you actually do. So that's not your actually like core belief. So I love that you actually talked about that. I would also love to turn this conversation quickly into why you are such an advocate for like podcasting for business, because I know this is such a great topic. I'm obsessed with podcasts. I've done over 300 podcasts. I know you are a podcaster. Let's dive into this topic. Yeah, I think podcasting is the number one way to build your authority in your own business or brand. I really do. And I think there's so many things that you can do and there's things I see people doing it wrong or, you know, things I work with clients on, but being able to have your own platform is so, so valuable. So not only to share your expertise, and I know you Jillian do solo episodes, which I always encourage any business owner to do. If they're only doing interviews, you're not doing it right because you're hiding behind the interview. You've got to get out there and do solo episodes to speak to your expertise. Mm -hmm. I know I have, I have, I have have a friend, I have a friend in this space and he had just had, he just had his 500th episode and he's only ever done one solo episode. And I'm like, how Which is fine build, if you're like you actually a, building any yeah. like credibility as an actual coach. Like you're literally, yeah. like you just said, you're literally hiding behind all these people that are coming on your show. Yeah. 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 It depends on your purpose, right? Like if you have, if you just want an entertainment podcast or, you know, I come again, I come from the entertainment background. So like, it was hard for me to be a host where if you're interviewing celebrities, nobody wants to hear from you, but if no. you are interviewing people on your podcast, that is your platform, you have to have a conversation. It has to be more conversational than interview where you're like collaborating versus just showcasing the other person's expertise. Now guest episodes are really important because that's how you expand your reach exponentially, right? So they're so important to have guest episodes. You can also use guest episodes as a platform to up-level your marketing game and your networking game. I mean, I have reached out to so many of my online business mentors. It's intimate. You're on a zoom, you're here one-on-one. You get Mm -hmm. to pick their brain without saying, pick your brain. Cause that's a terrible phrase, right? You get to learn so much. So for your own growth, it's amazing. You can also like showcase credibility builder. Like if you have certain guests, I know you had Chris Harder on your podcast. Okay. Now everyone associates you and Chris Harder, right? So (laughs) it's like, you can build your brand, make it really strong, up-level your networking, showcase your credibility, build your expertise with your audience. I think 99% of my clients listen to my podcast very consistently. And and they're like raving fans. Yeah. And it's amazing. But they also say, I, I just interviewed actually a client and she was like, I feel like you really listened to me because we'd be on our one-on-one sessions. And then all of a sudden I'd listen to your next week's podcast and it'd be about something that we talked about because I go deeper, right? Like if someone's asking a question and I'm working one-on-one with someone, I can then turn it into content and they feel like, oh my gosh, she's really listening. And I get to go even deeper and I get more expertise for free from this person. So it just all the way around is like the best thing for your business. Yeah. I just, I just had one of my clients actually asked me yesterday, just in the DMS because she's in my mastermind. So they don't get like one-on-one like questions from me, but she was like, Hey, can I ask you a quick question? The DM? I was like, yeah, like make it short and snappy. What do you need? She's like, I have a question about like growing a Facebook group. I'm like, 
this is a long question. This is not like a one, this is not a quick question. Right. But I was like, you know what, I'm actually going to do a podcast episode on this and I'm going to do it. And I literally went into a podcast episode, like 47 minutes deep on this. So now like she can archive that and she can have it forever. So it's exactly what you just said. And then the other thing that you said is so true. So I've had, you know, Lindsay Schwartz on my podcast, Lori Harder, Chris Harder, Angie Lee, those episodes have not all been released yet. But I'll never forget when I had Angie Lee on my podcast, I was like, I can literally get coached by Angie Lee for 45 minutes. Like, this is amazing. Like, I literally had a list of questions of like selfishly, like what I would ask Angie Lee. I asked her about marketing. I asked her about sales. I asked her about growing a business. I asked her about events. Like, it was so great. And then exactly what you just said, people that I reach out to are like, oh, you've had Aisha Marshall. You've had Angie Lee. You've had Lori Harder. You've had Chris Harder, right? So it builds your credibility so quick in the online space. And then again, your network grows exponentially because every time I have somebody on, they share it. I put them in my stories and then your reach just exponentially grows as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it's, it's so powerful. And I think that there's so many people that just, they stay away from it because they think it's going to be so hard. You guys, I am the least tech savvy person in the world. All I do, I swear to God is get on my zoom. That's it. And then I have people that do everything else. So if you're sitting here right now, listening to this and you're like, I really want to start a podcast, but I don't know how. I was literally that person for two years. And then I found the people that could help me. I stayed in my zone of genius, which is talking and serving people, connecting, and then everybody else is everything on the back end. So if you have it in you, that's a core value of yours to go out, speak, teach, educate, and get on a podcast, do it and find the people that can help you in the background. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So Megan, where can my audience find you and what do you have going on right now? Yeah. So at Megan Accardo on Instagram, for sure. One thing that I like to do with clients and anyone can, can take this, I have a free quiz. So talking about magnetic marketing, a lot of times people, they try to do all the strategies and it doesn't align with their personality. And that's one thing that can stop someone from really being successful in business. If someone's like, okay, you have to post on social media seven times a week. And you're like, I really don't want to do that. (laughs) Right. So I have a quiz that will pinpoint exactly your style of marketing that you can lean into. It'll give you at least three or more amazing ideas for where you should focus your marketing efforts so that you can feel comfortable. Maybe it's guesting on podcasts. Maybe it's becoming a speaker in other people's programs. Maybe it is becoming a huge content creator if that's your personality, but really pinpointing what are those things that are going to feel most aligned with you. So if you go to meganacardo.com forward slash quiz, you can just take that marketing superpower quiz and get all the goodies for that. Amazing. We will definitely put all the information in the show notes. It was so great having you here. Thank you for taking time away from your little one. We are so grateful that you were on here. Such great information. You guys, make sure you guys are following Megan. She's absolutely incredible at what she does. Megan, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sales and Social Podcast. If today's episode has you fired up and you loved it, could you do me a huge favor and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts or take a screenshot and share it on social media and don't forget to tag your business bestie. And while you're there, connect with me on the gram at the Jillian Murphy. I'm on a mission to change the mindset of sales. I want people to love sales because the reality is sales is the foundation of everything you do. It's how your business generates revenue consistently. So show up and be unapologetic about selling because once you fall in love with selling, babe, sky's the limit. So I'll catch you on the next episode, but until then, feel free to slide into my DMs because I cannot wait to get to know you better.